I don't think any of us are ever prepared for, for what's actually happened to us. I also think that we are in a position where the the food that we've consumed over the last however many years, the microwave society, the fast food, all of those kind of things really have not, in my view, served us that much, okay? So what we're going to share with you is evidence, scientifically based, by the way, not our opinions about what you can do to maximize your quality of life potential, which absolutely has to start with your immune system. There's nothing in your body that's more important than your immune system. Views and opinions expressed in the interviews and commentaries on this podcast are solely those of the individuals providing them and may not necessarily represent the views of the Green Law Report, its employees, or its subsidiaries. The statements on this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The information is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, nor should this information be taken as a substitute for advice of a licensed health professional. It is always recommended to check with your health professional before beginning any diet, exercise, or nutritional fasting program. So I want to start off by saying that, you know, I've been doing this for 17 years. I've done over 1,500 lectures all over the world. But I don't think any of us, even including Dr. Messina, and he's going to fill you in a lot more later because he's very connected to what's going on in the medical community. But I don't think any of us are ever prepared for for what's actually happened to us. And I I also think that we basically are in a position where the, the food that we've consumed over the last however many years, the microwave society, the fast food, all of those kind of things, really have not, in my view, served us that much, okay? So I believe that what we're going to share with you tonight is evidence, scientifically based, by the way, not our opinions about absolutely what you can do to maximize your quality of life potential, which absolutely has to start with your immune system. There's nothing in your body that's more important than your immune system. So I want to give just kind of a brief overview. See, in scientific discovery, the very first thing you have to do is you've got to understand the magnitude of a problem before you can ever understand a solution or why you even need a solution in the first place. So I discovered a medical syndrome and Dr. Messina helped me write the book and kept me on pace so I didn't say anything that wasn't medically sound. And that syndrome is called the TDOS syndrome. And the reason it's so important is that the factors within TDOS are absolutely threatening weight gain, uh, tiredness, stress, sleeping better at night, and most importantly, also attacking the immune system. So what's TDOS? It stands for toxicity, nutritional deficiency, being overweight, and stress. And all those four factors are absolutely undermining any strategy you have to maximize your quality of life potential. And we know that no diet or exercise can overcome TDOS. Because even let's say you lost weight and you only had three of the factors, you'd still be toxic, you'd still be deficient, and those three would drive stress. So let's just dig a little bit deeper. I hope that everybody in this call would would believe that we're living in an incredibly toxic world. The water, the air, the food, thousands of chemicals that we're coming into contact with through drinking, through breathing, through eating, through dry cleaning, through a toothbrush and shampoo. And what we now know that we didn't know when I started 17 years ago was that the body, as we ingest, we breathe them, we drink them, we eat in these chemicals, the body takes them and stuffs them in a fat cell. And you could run from wherever, you could run 50 miles today, and it's been proven that there's really no toxins being removed in sweat. 
You can sit in a sauna all day long. So there's really no diet or exercise program that can combat this. And we know in studies, on a study done on actually newborn infants about five years ago, they tested the cord blood of newborn babies and they found that every baby they tested had about 287 toxic chemicals, including mercury, arsenic, uh, herbicides, pesticides, and believe it or not, gasoline byproducts. Everyone on you in this call tonight, you'll have anywhere between 800 and 1,000 of these chemicals embedded inside of us. This is the primary reason. The first book I wrote was called Why Diets Are Failing Us. But as we ingest this, the body's only protection is to take that toxin and stuff it in a fat cell. So I said, there's no gym you can join and there's no real typical diet program you can go on. But thank goodness, the body has a very, very powerful built-in natural detoxification mechanism. It's already in us. You don't have to go acquire it. It's not something you find. But the problem is because of nutritional deficiency, that is the bellwether. That's the problem with all of this. And when I talk about deficiency, what am I really talking about? I'm talking about deficiency of minerals. And you've all heard of iron, calcium, magnesium, okay? But there's about 60 or 70 minerals that you need, things like gold and silver and zinc and copper and beryllium and boron, not to bore you with all the, you know, the science stuff. But in the best organic food they've tested, you find between 15 and 20. So the big thing we're deficient in are minerals. And the other thing we're deficient in that we're going to talk about tonight are amino acids, okay? Because your body is capable of having a much more powerful immune system, a much more resilient sort of attack force against these toxins and pathogens, and more importantly, against viruses. So the TDOS syndrome, toxicity, deficiency, overweight, and stress, is a major underlying problem. Here's the bad news, and then I'll give you the good news. The bad news is everybody in the world has TDOS. You can't breathe, drink, or eat and not have these chemicals come in contact with your body and be deposited inside of you, okay? Now, in addition, the other thing that we're really deficient in are amino acids. As a matter of fact, one of the things we all suffer from starting at about age 25 is a disease called sarcopenia. Sarcopenia is the loss of about 1% of your muscle mass each year starting at about 25. If you've ever been to a nursing home and seen people in their 80s, the skin's hanging off their bone because they've lost pretty much all of their lean muscle mass, which also can impede the effectiveness of your immune system, okay? But it all comes back to what you're putting in your body. So our society today is based on food that is calorically dense and nutritionally bankrupt. You want the opposite. You want food that is nutritionally dense and calorically bankrupt. And that's part of what we're going to talk about, about the elements that are available to us, that if you put them in your body, like really good things are going to happen, okay? The world's most perfect food is arguably mother's breast milk. I don't think I get too much pushback on that. And the reason it's so significant is that the omnivores who eat plants and carnivores who eat meat, how do they nurse their young? With milk. There's a reason for that. Because milk has in it whey protein and something called casein and milk protein. And those contain the amino acids, the thing I said we're the shortness of, but plants do too. So plants and animals both have what are called 20 amino acids. And some of those amino acids are critical to build the immune system. So you have to understand that when you eat a protein, be it a plant or an animal, the protein itself is not used by your body. The only thing your body can use is what's inside the protein. And those are those 20 amino acids. And what your body has to do, if it's a steak or chicken or fish or tofu or an egg, it has to extract those amino acids out of the protein and rearrange them to make human proteins. 
See, you have about 25,000 genes, you make about 25,000 proteins. The only way you can make a protein is with an amino acid. Not with fats, not with carbs, not with proteins. You actually have to have amino acids, which are the building blocks of life. To give you an idea, you'll rebuild the lining of your gut probably twice this month. You'll remake your liver a couple times this year, and you'll remake almost every cell in your body once every seven years. The only way that occurs is with amino acids. So obviously, the more amino acids you can get in your body, the better off you're going to be because they are the building blocks. They're, they're the building blocks of life as we know it on the planet. So let's go back to, to whey protein for just a moment. My colleague, and who I wrote my fourth book with, it, Dr. Messina certainly knows, his name is Dr. Marco Ruggiero, who's an oncologist and molecular biologist. He and a group of I don't know how many doctors and scientists are able to do a test on human beings called net protein utilization. What does it mean? Simple. When you eat a protein, they can measure what percentage of the protein is going to produce human proteins by using the amino acids, okay? So in other words, you eat, you eat steak, they take the amino acids out, they go to the genes, and the genes make then human proteins. Well, with all animal proteins, it's about the same. The conversion or the absorption, that's maybe a better way for lay people to understand it, is only 30%. So 70% of an animal protein when you ingest it is turned into basically toxic waste that your kidneys have to deal with. Plants are about 30 and eggs the highest at about 40%. Now, why would this be so important to you? It's so important to you because three of those amino acids of the 20, one is called cysteine, the other is called glycine, and the other one is called glutamate. And those three are required by the human body, not up for debate, in order to make a really powerful molecule that does three incredible things. One, boosts your immune system helps the body remove toxins, and reduces free radicals, which are another thing that attack your immune system. Now, the key is, how do I get more of these? What we're going to do is go through the elements that have been proven scientifically, that if you get these elements and then you, you prepare them in a very specific way, you're going to give yourself the greatest chance to maximize your immune system, your wellness, your health, etc. Oh, and by the way, if you wanted to lose weight, and that's a throw-in. We're, we're not, we're not going to really spend a lot of time on that because the most important thing to all of us should be boosting our immune system. Because who are the people that are most vulnerable? Those with compromised immune system and those people that are obese, okay? But the key is, can your body make more of the good stuff to enhance your immune system? The answer is yes. If you know what to do, you know what to take, and you know how to prepare it. So let's take a look at that for a moment. So let's take whey protein. And it contains the elements in mother's breast milk that are necessary when a baby's born, for the most part, it has no immune system whatsoever. However, as it goes through the birth process, it picks up bacteria, viruses, fungi, yeast. They interact first with colostrum and then with mother's breast milk. And those are critical in order to form the immune system that we all live with for the rest of our lives. Now, over the course of our life, though, the immune system can be attacked by toxic chemicals, by smoking, by alcohol, by a whole host of things, okay? So we already know that we're under attack pretty much from the, you know, the first few breaths that we take. But now, of course, we're up against something that really no one saw or anticipated. And again, Dr. Messina is gonna deal with the medical part of that. I just wanna kind of give you the overview. So this test called net protein utilization, which was done on animal proteins and vegetable proteins, okay, was great. Now, but my colleague, Dr. Ruggiero, who's one of the doctors in the world that can do this test called net protein utilization, 
he happened to take a shake that he'd used in Switzerland, which is what's called undenatured whey protein. Simply means it's basically not pasteurized, okay? And he had used it with cancer patients because in cancer patients, he didn't want them to lose weight. And so he put them on a diet of 20% carbs, 60% protein, and 20% good fat, olive oil, and coconut oil. But the problem in a cancer patient is in order to get enough protein to get enough amino acids, I mean, you'd have to eat like three steaks today or three chickens, whatever, and a cancer patient can't digest that. So what did he use in its place? He used this whey protein to get their calories up to about 60% of their content on a daily basis. So when we got together and wrote this book, which came out a few years ago, he was looking one day at the shake that I'd been ingesting for, at that point, about 12 or 14 years, and one that Dr. Messina was ingesting, and he noticed on the label it had these very specific elements that we'll talk about in just a moment. And what he did, he took the shake from Switzerland, he took the shake I was using and bought 18 other shakes from Trader Joe's and Whole Foods and did this test net protein utilization. The first thing he did, he made all the shakes in cold water and measured them after about five minutes as to their net protein utilization. Again, to clarify, the amount of amino acids that were actually being absorbed in the body. There's a medical term for it, and Dr. Messina will tell you what that is, but I'm just, in layman's terms, it means absorption of the amino acids into the body, so the body can use those aminos to do what? To make human protein. Now, when he ran the test on all 20 shakes, some of the shakes that you see, like nationally advertised and stuff, registered, you ready for this? 5% absorption out of 100, okay? The shake from Switzerland was about 12%, and the shake that I'd been ingesting was about 15%, okay? Well, that wasn't, that, that's really good compared to every other shake, but obviously you'd wanna have more than 15% if you could have more than 15%. Then what he did, he took all 20 shakes and he made them in room temperature water, not cold water, but room temperature. He mixed the shakes, he took the lid off, he let them sit for 45 minutes, and then he retested. 19 out of 20 shakes, if the number was 5% or 8% or 10%, it didn't change at all. The shake that I was ingesting went from 15% when it was exposed to temperature and time to about 90%, the highest utilization of amino acids pretty much ever tested, okay? Now, why would you care about this? Well, let's go back. There are three amino acids, cysteine, glutamate, and glycine contained within whey protein that now by using this shake and letting it incubate, you're accessing 90% of those, well, all 20 aminos, but those three to make way more of this miracle molecule, which is called glutathione. And glutathione, in one of its first jobs, it boosts your immune system. It helps the body get rid of toxins and it absolutely attacks free radicals. So this is so critically important. I also should tell you, after the 45 minutes, you can mix the shake, put ice in it, you could make it tonight, incubate it, let it in the refrigerator. Now, what was the difference though? Why did that particular shake go from 15% to 90%? It did because it contained enzymes. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with enzymes, but they use even enzymes on oil spills. But enzymes are a critically important part of our human physiology and how we work. Again, I'm sure Dr. Messina can address that from a medical standpoint of view, but I just wanna give you sort of the 50,000 foot view here. So these enzymes, there are actually three groups that are contained within the shake. They were actually added to it. So his shake from Switzerland did not contain, first of all, these three groups of enzymes, and the shake also contained 60 to 70 minerals 
thereabouts that we talked about that you need from a deficiency standpoint of view. But the first enzyme is called lactase, which helps people with lactose intolerance. The second one is called lipase that basically helps your body to metabolize fat. And the third is a group of five, those are called proteases. Now those enzymes, my colleague had worked with Sir John Vane of England, who in 1983 won the Nobel Prize in Medicine for his work on enzymes, including knee. And Dr. Ruggiero knew that those enzymes were sensitive to temperature and time. That's how he knew to make all the shakes in, in warm water. And the only reason the other ones registered wherever they were, they didn't contain those elements. So I want to go out of my way to tell you, you could go today. Well, I don't know if you could or not, but all the stores are closed. But if you could, go buy an undenatured whey protein, add the minerals, add these elements, put it in the warm water, let it incubate, and the exact same thing would happen. So if your goal, if your goal, which I hope it is, is to maximize your, your immune system and your quality of life potential. But let's, so let's focus on the immune system because that's the big thing now that everybody's excited about and should be. And all I want to do is we want to share with you, and then I want Dr. Messina to go over this again just to validate what I'm saying from a medical standpoint of view that this we know. In other words, scientifically, we know that those three critical amino acids must be present in your body to make more of what I call a toxin hunter. We actually wrote about it in our two books, the Tito Syndrome and Tito Solutions, that you've got to have those three. So eat steak, chicken, fish, or even vegetables. You're getting 30%, 30% of those as from, from an absorption standpoint of view. You take the shake with those elements, you let it in warm water, you let it sit for 40 minutes, and now you drink it. Now you're getting 90%. Now, the last time I checked in math, 90 was certainly three times more than 30 or six times more than 15% if you made it in cold water. Now, let me say this. In case some of you were making it in cold water, I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying as a researcher, which I am, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, I'm a researcher. I'm like an investigative reporter. We want to share with you what you can do that's safe and easy and something, believe it or not, you could be doing every day of your life, not just now with coronavirus. If you knew about this six months ago, why would you be doing it every single day? The last thing that I want to cover before I turn it over to Dr. Messina is this. If you knew and, and you believe your immune system is the most important thing in your body, pretty much, why would you not do this every day? When people come up to me and they say to me, do I have to do this the rest of my life? I'm going like, okay, like today's Thursday, next tomorrow's Friday. So Friday, you don't want to support your immune system? What, what day of the week do you not want to do this? And I don't say this lightly. I believe that the way we think about nutrition, health, wellness has been turned on its head. And even when this thing subsides, it may even come back or there may be a new one. Why wouldn't it be a great strategy to simply infuse your body with the elements that we know scientifically increase the support and, and the effectiveness of your immune system? So I want to turn it over to my great colleague, Dr. Messina. I want to thank him for being here to, uh, to keep me out of trouble because he's kept me out of trouble a lot. When we were writing the book, he said, now that's not quite right. You can't say that in the book. So he was, he was like my captain steering the ship, making sure I didn't run it aground because trust me, I could run it aground pretty easily. So Dr. Messina, I'd like you to comment, please, on what I shared. You can embellish it some, certainly. And then in terms of what you also have learned about the virus and is this, do you think, a great strategy that everybody should and could employ immediately? So, Dr. Messina. 
Thanks, Peter. Always, I, I always enjoy listening to you and in keeping you on the straight and narrow. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm not going to really go over a lot of what you said. I, I think you were pretty point on on pretty much everything you were talking about. But I know a lot of people, their thoughts are consumed by what's going on. You had mentioned previously, we've never ran across anything like this in our lifetime. And guess what? The previous two generations have not ever run across anything like this in their lifetimes either. The last time the world saw something like this was 1918 with the Spanish flu. So these aren't even once in a lifetime events. They're, they're kind of once in a century type events. However, they may be becoming more and more frequent. But starting with the coronavirus, the disclaimer, Anything that we're going to talk about is not going to prevent you from getting the coronavirus. Okay, even boosting your immune system will not prevent you from getting the coronavirus. Hopefully, it will help you to survive the coronavirus, and that's the whole purpose of this Zoom today. But in order to prevent the coronavirus, Absolutely follow what's being recommended, social distancing, hand washing, proper hand washing, avoiding sick people, common sense type of things. And that's really the only way to avoid it is not to come into contact with it, which is very, very difficult to do. But, but just a couple of thoughts. The coronavirus has gotten all of our attention right now. And as you know, there's a lot of people, primarily people 65 and older, and people with chronic illnesses that are now flooding our emergency rooms, that are now being put on ventilators. And there's a common theme for these people and why the coronavirus is so serious for them is because they have weakened immune systems. And that was the whole purpose of this. What could we do to give ourselves the best fighting chance if we should happen to contract this? The, the best thing we could possibly do to boost our immune system is kind of what we talked about in that book. Eat a balanced diet, get proper sleep, uh, drink adequate amounts of fluid, minimize stress, which I know is very difficult right now, and exercise on a daily basis. And there's a reason why elderly people make less glutathione, because they are not producing enough. And studies have been done that show that when people get older, they just don't consume enough protein. And as you were alluding to, the sarcopenia, the age-related uh, lean muscle loss that happens decade by decade is progressive. And as a doctor, I always used to see it with people in their 70s and 80s. I mean, I couldn't believe the little bit that they were eating and tooling around on. So they're not getting those proper elements to help produce their glutathione with lower, lower glutathione levels their immune system is not functioning as well as somebody that has increased glutathione levels. And as we said, those three essential amino acids, the cysteine, glutamate, and glycine, are important to manufacture that glutathione, 
which helps boost our immune system. It's very important in a lot of enzymatic uh, reactions in our body. But, but I want to give a big picture here. So we're talking about elderly people. Maybe they're just not eating enough. They're not making enough glutathione and their immune system is down. But I just read a recent article. The other susceptible population are those people worldwide, but let's talk about Americans right now, with chronic illnesses. Well, we haven't been doing a good job, guys, because we haven't been following those four things, eating a balanced diet, getting proper amounts of sleep, limiting stress, drinking adequate amounts of water, because 60%, six out of 10 people in America have at least one chronic illness. And out of that 60%, 42% have more than one. So with this coronavirus coming in, regardless of age, six out of 10 people are in danger of having a really bad effect from this virus. And the reason that they do is once you develop a chronic illness, that automatically puts a stress on your immune system. So what we're doing here, regardless of how you do it, I think this is the wake up call, guys. We, we take our health for granted until we don't have it. And when something like this comes around, there's no time to second guess. And quite honestly, if you haven't been doing any of this up until now, and you're doing this hoping that it's a wild card against the coronavirus, you're a little late to the game. You know, those of you that have been doing this for years and years, this is where the benefit comes in. And like Peter was saying, it's not to do it for a week or it's not to do it for a month. This should be a lifestyle and a a priority for everybody. And unfortunately, in today's world, pill solves every problem. Even people living with these chronic illnesses don't really think about what they're carrying around with them and how that puts them at exposure when something like this happens. They just crank along taking their five, six pills with their hypertension, their high cholesterol, whatever, and, and go about business as usual instead of really looking to the root causes are. Of those 60%, six out of 10 people with chronic illnesses in America, 85% of them are what we call lifestyle illnesses that are caused from improper diet, improper exercise, high stress occupations, uh, bad habits. So if anything, I, I would urge all of you to look at this as a wake up call. Unfortunately, as this is like a, a once in a century occurrence, recent research have been showing that these type of viral infestations will happen more and more commonly just because of what we're doing to the planet and how they happen, the, the zoonotic uh, transfer of the viruses. You know, this may start happening more frequently, and I don't want to scare everybody, but I do want to emphasize the need to do everything you can do to be healthy, lead a healthy lifestyle, 
and feed your immune system and keep it to a level where it's functioning optimally for you. And that's really all I want to say. Well, two more things I actually do want you to say. Okay, number one, <laughs> obviously, it's never too late to start. Like I'm saying, this is a wake-up call yes. for a lot of people. Do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. No, no, no. no. The, the clock has struck zero. Do you agree, Doc? Right? Yeah, exactly. The well, second and, thing. And again, if you haven't prepared, follow those social distancing rules. Even more. <laughs> Maybe like a mile apart. Not yeah, six, like a mile, a mile apart. Six feet may exactly. not be up. Okay. Yeah. The second thing, very important. We both know we're going to see a plethora of glutathione pills oh. on the market. Please okay. tell them about the hoax around that. Yeah. And, and again, there are oral glutathione supplements out there. And I scoured PubMed and I do this every time Peter comes up with something. <laughs> I'm on PubMed now. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. You can't say that. I can't say that. And almost invariably, all experts feel that glutathione taken orally is not effective. It gets destroyed by the acid in the stomach. And, and basically, you're taking something that's already made that you could make yourself if you have the proper ingredients to do so. So why buy something when you could make it yourself, number one? And number two, why buy something that's, that's not going to work? Glutathione does work when given intravenously. And uh, they are experimenting now because of the virus with aerosolized glutathione. And those two forms have been effective, but I haven't seen those advertised on Amazon. So actually what we've written about before is the fact anytime your body can make something, you're way ahead of taking a supplement, mm -hmm. right? And, and imagine the glutathione, it's, it's a, almost a miracle molecule. I don't want to use that word too loosely, but petroleum, Peter. Right? Am I like right? Petroleum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so the point is, though, imagine, boosts your immune system, detoxifies your body, and reduces free radicals that are caused by this oxidative stress, that rusting process. And doc, correct me if I'm wrong, but obviously oxidative stress is also something we know based on the telomere research, it also speeds up the aging process, let alone it, it, it attacks the immune system in, on top of everything else, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's like and, a domino effect. Right. And of course the toxins, so we got all this stuff against us. We need to level the playing field. So when, I'm, when we're coming in and accessing 90% of those three aminos, then something good probably is going to come out of that. Yeah, and I don't want people to get the idea that they only need those three amino right. acids because we're talking about glutathione in particular. Ideally, what, what we advocate is getting all of the essential amino acids, all of the B vitamins, uh, fat-soluble vitamins, all of the minerals, trace minerals that your body requires on a daily basis, the whole enchilada, really. We were really focusing on those three amino acids because those three form glutathione, which is like the master free radical hunter in the body and master antioxidant in the body. But make no mistake about it, you need the other ones as well. And to point out, you're getting 90% of all 20, not just these three. So to Dr. Messina's point, I just want to make sure you understand that. You're getting 90% of something called leucine, which is how you make muscles in your body. So that 90% is across the whole 20, not just these three. 
we focused on the three because without those, you can't make glutathione. And I think you want Superman on your side in the world with the toxic world, coronavirus world we're living in. I feel it just can level the playing field a little bit more. And why wouldn't you want to do that? Some things you just, you take a supplement because you just, you can't make it in your body. You need more of it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have an iron deficiency, you probably need iron supplements to bring you up. My fear is they're going to leverage this. They're going to hoodwink a bunch of people. They think they're taking glutathione supplements that they're boosting their immune system and they're not. Well, we sure know, sales are right? High right. Now. right. Yeah. We know you and I, and you pressed me pretty hard on this to make sure that we, when we came on these calls, we were giving people accurate information. Our job is not to come on here and convince you or sell you. Our job is to make you aware. And what we know scientifically is that though your body can't make glutathione without those three aminos. I don't care what the hell you do, right? I mean, it's not, it is not possible. And I think on one of our other calls, I talked about the fact that some of my friends that are gastroenterologists, that pills in general, whether it's high blood pressure or cholesterol, whatever, that when they're doing colon cleanses on people many times, not only, not only are the pills not digested, but you can still read the labels. So it becomes, again, absorption becomes the critical element here, right? So that's why this net protein utilization, and what's the medical term? I, I already forgot it. You told me yesterday. Uh, the over. medical term is uh, the biologic value that's reached. And right. in the, the, bio val the, uh, the biologic value is basically the amount of protein actually absorbed in, in the body. So in, in summary for everyone, Please understand that what we want to do for you is we want to make you aware, and I, I wanted you to feel comfortable that this, is, this isn't my opinion. It's not from a company. This is from science. And what science has identified are the things that at a minimum, okay, can boost your immune system. And all we're saying is, don't you think that's a good strategy, like 365 days a year? Why is it just now? And we're not preventing the coronavirus or whatever. But is it possible if you got it, if you have a stronger immune system, Doc, it, it, the, the symptoms could be lessened. Am I correct? Well, the, the people with the lower immune systems are the ones on the ventilators and the ones cramming the hospitals right now. And, and if you don't want to be one of those, you, you want to do everything you can to try to prevent that. It's not too late to make some changes. The more of those changes you can make, the better off you're going to be. I think it just makes logical sense that now that we have this knowledge, you know, they always say knowledge is power. Well, in this case, like knowledge, it really could make a difference in the rest of your life. If you like what you've heard, please give us a review and subscribe. To learn more about solutions you've heard about in this podcast, visit nutritionalsobriety.com. This program was recorded and produced at Hear Me Now Studio. The views and opinions expressed in the interviews and commentaries on this podcast are solely those of the individuals providing them and may not necessarily represent the views of the Greenlaw Report, its employees, or its subsidiaries. The statements on this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The information is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, nor should this information be taken as a substitute for advice of a licensed health professional. It is always recommended to check with your health professional before beginning any diet, exercise, or nutritional fasting program. 